great big beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day. There's a great big beautiful tomorrow. Hello, you are listening to Of Mice and Main Street Men. I am Tristan. And I am Sean. Hey, I know I was very staccato with that. I didn't mean for that. Well, it was just definitive. It was very There was no doubt. You didn't sing it. You didn't question yourself. No, I was very sure of myself. And, uh, you know, hey, so this is, uh, well, first of all, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. That is. Yeah. uh, to listen to this on Thanksgiving Day. And uh, we hope you had a wonderful holiday if you're listening to it afterwards. But yeah, uh, this is episode 95. How about that? Wow. And as you just pointed out before we came on the air or started recording, um, yeah, it's that's it's that's how old Mickey and Minnie are this year. Yeah, 95. So how about that? That's exciting. It's our, it's our Mickey Minnie episode. Yeah, except for we're not except talking for not. Mickey or Minnie. <laughs> but <laughs> as you know, they might pop up. They might <laughs> pop up here or there. You never but, know. But as you, uh, listener, may have guessed by you know reading the description of this episode, we're <laughs> going to play a little game of Would You Rather. Now, Sean and I have each picked out 10 Would You Rathers, and we're going to uh, go for it. So, Mr. McCall, what's your first yes. Would You Rather to me? So we're doing this. So we picked, each picked 10, and we're just asking each other. But we can also answer each other's, I think, because that'd be fun. Well, I was going to say, I was going to say <clears> some <throat> of these, as I as I made them, I'm like, what would my answer be to this? No, me too. So, so all right. Stop there, Mr. McCall. My my number 10 is, would you rather stay at the Contemporary or the Polynesian? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Okay. I went, I went old school monorail resorts. Yeah. I have personally stayed at both. Yes. I'm just curious what you, who has never stayed at either, would choose. No. Would you rather Polynesian or Contemporary? Uh, well, that's just... That's tough. Uh, okay. This is this is number 10. Wait till you get to number one. Okay, 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 okay. I'm going to go with, okay, I, I'm tempted to say the poly, but I'm going to say the contemporary, actually, which my wife is now very disappointed in the background. Aww. Uh, what, why did you choose the contemporary? Okay, well, so I was just, because I'm a geek, at work today, I happen to have on one of those, you know, Disney documentaries, the the thousands that are out there, but they were talking about the contemporary and how they built that where they pre-constructed the rooms and like slid them in, you know? Yeah. Right. Uh, That's all very fascinating to me, but I also really enjoy that. I see. I thought I would say the Polynesian. So I'm kind of surprised. Huh? Well, look at this. It's a day of surprises and we're only on the first one. Yeah. That's interesting. What would you do? I, I think I would choose the contemporary as well. Part of it is just the nostalgia it has for me, because that's where I stayed on my very first Disney trip. Sure. My favorite restaurant is up at the top. Would yeah. be very easy to access. It's just having the having the monorail go through the lobby is just so cool and quintessentially Disney. And just hearing those monorail doors unlock, that click that sort of echoes through the Grand Canyon concourse. Yeah. I... I mean, I love the Polynesian. I, you know, it's, it's an, it's, they're certainly different vibes. Plus, plus the new Incredibles makeover at Contemporary is really cool. Yeah. When I was down for my training earlier this year, uh, we got, we got tours of the new rooms and they're really, they're really pretty cool. You open the closet and it looks like there's some Incredi suits hanging in there. Oh, I love that. Yes. Yeah, I I want to stay at both of them. <laughs> but, well, this is not would you like to I do know, both. This I is know. would you rather. I know. So there we go. I, I'm going with the contemporary. And so are you. All right. What, All right. What's your number 10? Well, my number 10 is we're going to take some coasters here. We're going to go rock and roller coaster or Ooh. Increda coaster. Oh. Huh. Huh. I'm going to have to go Increda coaster, actually. Okay. Um, I like rock and roller coaster, but I, yeah, yeah. I mean, Jackie has an aversion to the. Well, they both launch, 
but I think she's a little more scared of the launch at Rock and Roller Coaster. I I just think the theming and the vibe is more fun on the Incredicoaster. Yeah. You know, with Jack Jack zooming around and I mean it's got such a cool story. Um that I yeah, I I would go Incredicoaster on that one. How about you? Yeah, I actually agree. I would go Incredicoaster too. Love Rock and Roller Coaster, but Incredicoaster is longer. And yeah, the vibe is just cool. Um, having now experienced Pixar Pier and all that, I really kind of dug it. And uh, yeah, I'm going to go in Credit Coaster as well. That that wasn't too hard for me to decide. Wow. But I thought it was we've... an interesting pairing. Yeah. And now we have both agreed on our answers to our first two questions. I know. Look at oh, us. That's interesting. Uh, yeah. All right. We'll see if that streak continues for those that have called their Las Vegas odds makers and... <laughs> After the duo episode and seen seen what their their bookies are giving them as odds on us overlapping or having the same answer. All right. My number nine is a little more esoteric. I I have chosen, would you rather have dinner with Raleigh Crump or oh. Mary Blair? Oh shoot. Okay. I mean, it's it's you know, not gonna happen. No. But would you rather? And why? Um, okay. Oh, man. Okay, I think I'm going with 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 Raleigh Crump. Um, any interviews that I've seen with that dude, you know, prior to, his yeah, life, I think he just seems so fascinating to me and had list all these amazing stories. Mary does, too. Uh, but, you know, Rolly's proximity to Walt and he was uh, so instrumental in so many things that, and not that Mary wasn't, Mary was too, but I'm going, I'm going with Rolly Crump. That's, that's tough. What would you go with? I I think I would have to agree with you. Although, well, and he curses like a sailor, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So he's my kind of people. Yeah. He my kind of people. And probably Mary Blair cursed like a sailor too. I mean, yeah, she was certainly better about covering it up, you know? I guess so. But I mean, and it would be so fascinating to talk to her about, you know, how how she just gets some of these really cool images from her head onto a piece of paper or a design or whatever. And, um, you know, and and, you know, why a five legged goat? Because she did she did the Grand Canyon concourse mural. Right. Or am I crazy? No, that. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, did she actually put the five-legged goat in her design? These are the questions inquiring minds want to know. Well, and so with Rolly too, like he did a lot of work. I mean, this is obviously a Disney-centric podcast, but he did so much work with like, um, he did a lot of work with Barnum and Bailey and and Knott's Berry Farm and some other stuff once he left Disney. that Some of that I'd be really curious to chat with him about, um, obviously Epcot too, but um, yeah, there's just a, yeah, Raleigh just seems like a fascinating dude. So I'm going to go. With yeah. Him. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, Mary. Yeah. We'll go I'm... have drinks sometime. <laughs> but right. I think, we're, I think we're going to have, I think we're going to actually have a sit down meal with, with Raleigh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What's your number nine? So my number nine is Cars Land or Toy Story Land. Oh, um, I'm going to have to go Cars Land on this one. Yeah. I I enjoy Toy Story Land. I'm not a massive fan of the new Roundup Rodeo Barbecue. It's okay. It's good. The ambiance is amazing. The The whole experience is very cool. I, I, I think the food is okay. Mm-hmm. But, um, but Cars Land is just, I mean, the cozy cones and... And, you know, the way they decorate it for the holidays, you know, with big tire wreaths and, um, you know, and it's just hard not to love Radiator Springs racers. I mean, I, I am a, I'm a big fan of Toy Story Mania, too, but and Slinky Dog Dash. But but I think I'm going to have to go Cars Land on this one. Yeah, I'm actually going to as well now that I've been there. Um yeah, Radiator Springs Races is so, so cool. I love that. Um, but also, I really loved just, I don't know, there was just, it seemed like there was more to experience there, obviously. 
And um, Toy Story Land has never really stood out as something that I have to see, you know? Yeah. Um, It's really cool. Um, I've always enjoyed it. But um, after visiting Disneyland, I was like, wow, Cars Land is just incredible. So Yeah, pretty cool. I'm going to go with Cars Land as well. Okay, then. We're, really exciting we're, episode so far. <laughs> we, but, well, I, I think it's I think everyone can sit at home and decide what they would like to do. Oh, and absolutely. maybe they think maybe they think we're full of poop. And I hope they are yelling at their phones. Yeah, it's like, well, how could you not love Toy Story Land? And and we do. We're just both choosing Cars Land. All right. Um, so that was your number nine, correct? Yes, yes, sir. All right. Here we may disagree. Here we may actually have different takes on this. This okay. was the travel agent in me, I think. Okay. I'm pretty sure it was. Would you rather take a Disney cruise or go on an Adventures by Disney? Oh, okay. So. Money is not an object here. Someone sure. has given you the choice of a free trip. Do you choose the cruise or do you choose Adventures by Disney? I think I choose the cruise. Um, I thought you might. And yeah. why? Well, so I, I've not, to be very honest and forward, like I know about Adventures by Disney and I kind of know what it is, at, you know, the various parts of the world. Um, but that has never like struck me as something. And maybe it's because I haven't done the proper research, honestly, but I've been on a Disney cruise. I want to go on another Disney cruise. And so part of it is just my ignorance and not knowing enough about adventures by disney um well but i i do know some good travel agents that can help assist me but also <laughs> Lumon talked about it on his show a few times and i have some other podcasts that i follow that have as well and they've always had wonderful things to say about it but i think honestly it's my own ignorance well, going into this picking the cruise i will stay i will say you know stand aside because i'm gonna i'm gonna school you i can't wait um well, because I, I thought about and and I have not been on my Disney cruise yet. Jackie and I will go for the first time in January. And I'm yeah. really, really looking forward to it. But if I had the choice, I think I, I think I would have to choose Adventures by Disney because I really, really want to experience that kind of a vacation because Disney does what they do better than anybody else, which is immerse you in a story, in the story of where you are. Sure. And the culture. And, you know, they don't just dryly tell you history. And they even have adult-only itineraries. Well, I mean, like, of their itineraries, there are some that are adults-only ever so often, like once or twice a year. Each itinerary, for the most part, will have adults-only. And... I mean, they do wine tours through France and, and I mean, just really incredible stuff. And I, I love to travel the world and I would love to do that. And, and in, with a Disney experience and, and, you know, not to, not to confuse people. It's like Mickey and Minnie don't show up on your cruise and they don't pop up at, you know, Machu Picchu or the great pyramid. Mickey doesn't like run out on a camel and say, hi, um, (laughs) it it's it's disney as storytellers not disney as your typical character experience or anything like that it's just disney embracing travel and putting their own spin on it with storytelling and immersion and oh and not not to mention they have some pretty cool exclusive stuff too i mean when you go to rome you don't have to you know push and shove tourists out of the way in the Sistine Chapel. It's like Disney Disney gets their own private tour of the Sistine Chapel. Sure. Stuff like that. So so that is why I am choosing Adventures by Disney. Well, I'm yeah. I mean, like I said, I think I need to look into it a little bit more and understand more of what it is. And then although if it were the treasure and we could go to the Haunted Mansion parlor, might sway me. Well and that's yeah, that that is a big that's a big factor. Okay. Well, that okay. All right. So, what's your what's what's your number eight? Would I rather? So, my number eight is the Tower of Terror, or mm-hmm. Mission Breakout. Ooh. Well, <laughs> I think I've tipped my hand on this one before. I think maybe <laughs> on this show, I 
I would have to go Mission Breakout. And I know that that is sacrilege to, well, mainly to people who haven't ridden Mission Breakout. Um, because the, the Tower of Terror is a wonderful classic attraction. But again, as we've said before, if Disney's going to get rid of something, although they haven't really gotten rid of it, they've just gone, you know what? You want to see this? Go to Florida. You want to do this new thing? Come here to California. Um, I just, I love the fact that it is more joyful and celebratory. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the creepy thing is good too, but man, there's just, it's just so much fun to do Mission Breakout. So that's, that's where my heart is going to lie on this one. What about you, Actually, Mr. New to Disneyland? I know. I know I am new. Uh, actually, I'm going to agree with you. Um, and and because here's why. So it's interesting because I was definitely a person prior to writing it being like, no, t- don't change Tower of Terror. How dare you? Like we mentioned it to Harper that, you know, Tower of Terror is, is in Disneyland, but it's now Mission Breakout. She goes, they changed it. And she had, you know, an uproar. But having ridden it now, and I think it's maybe just because I've done Tower of Terror so many times that I was ready for something new, maybe. But yeah. I love Mission Breakout. I thought that was really clever and super fun and way more intense than Tower of Terror, honestly, drop-wise, which was interesting to me. Um, But also, I think that perfectly symbolizes what Walt was all about, was it it was never finished and it was always changing. And I think that's a good uh, tribute to him in that way. But yes, I'm going to go with Mission Breakout. So when the Carousel of Progress becomes a new show, that you're going to remember that that was what Walt always intended? No, what I just said does not account for everything. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I was just checking. Because I'm sure there were people that were very upset when Carousel of Progress became America Sings in Disneyland. But you could still go to Florida and see Carousel of Progress. Yeah. And I I think that's also nice. That I know Tower of Terror still exists. So maybe that's part of it. Right. I can see this here. But yeah, so I'm going to go with Mission Breakout too. All right. Well, this next question is probably more for me because I was like, ooh, what's this one really cool thing? And it's like, well, I have to balance it with something else really cool to give it any fighting chance. And, and it involves things that no longer exist. But I said, would you rather bring back, and I don't think you ever experienced the Adventurers Club. No. No. So imagine everything you've heard about it. Would you rather go to the Adventurers Club Uh or would you rather they bring back the Wishes fireworks? Even if only for a limited time. Oh, I'm going to go with the Wishes fireworks. That's pretty easy for me, actually. Okay. Well, and why? Um, that was one of the first castle shows I saw. So it's just kind of in my world, you know, it's just, yeah, I played that soundtrack a thousand times. Um, yeah. And I don't know. I think it's a, it's a nostalgia factor for me. And maybe had I done the adventurers club as well, maybe then I'd feel differently about it. Um, yeah. Or tell, you know, so yeah, for me, it has to be the wishes fireworks. All right. Well, I do love me the Wishes Fireworks, and I am very sentimentally inclined toward them. But the Adventurers Club was just so cool. The interactivity and the spontaneity and, and you know, the shows in the library or hanging out in little cubby hall, little cubby holes where, you know, the box would open up and the genie's head would be floating in there and he would talk to everybody in the room and, it was there's there was just some cool stuff that I think I would actually I would I would go to the Adventurers Club and let wishes stay in my memory. I think that's fair. That's a that's a, a noble answer. All right. Yeah. How about you? What's your number seven? Okay, my number seven is Ohana or Be Our Guest. Ooh, little. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, it's an interesting. Huh. Because we've both done them both, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Um, huh. Well, those darn noodles. (laughs) I know. It's those darn noodles that are so good. Because 
I mean, and and also the coconut bread pudding. That was really good. Yeah. Was it coconut bread pudding or pineapple coconut? Anyway, um, so the food, the food is certainly excellent at Ohana. Um, and you get a little bit of ambiance. I don't know. If somebody else was paying, I would probably go with Be Our Guest because I haven't been in a while. Uh-huh. And when I was there, I really enjoyed the food and the ambiance is just lovely. Yeah. It's so I think I think I'm going to go Be Our Guest on this one, which surprises me a little because those noodles, <laughs> man. Yeah, good, but I did not need. A, I don't know. I guess I'd rather have a croque monsieur than, uh, you know, a chunk of pork. <laughs> um, yeah. So I went back and forth. Or this. steak. I guess it's steak. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I went back and forth with this as well, and I thought for a minute I was going to go with be our guest because I'm a Beauty and the Beast fanatic, but also I really had a lovely time there. But when I think about it, we do make sure we hit Ohana every time and we don't hit Be Our Guest every time. And the price tag is high on both. So uh, I think the food outweighs the ambiance factor for me. So I'm going to go with Ohana. Okay. Well, that's good. Diversity is the spice of life. That's right. (laughs) Um, Okay. Oh, now, now here comes my roller coaster question here at number six would you which which uh which mountain if if you had to choose one mountain to continue to patronize or or ride and you had to not ever ride the other one again would you choose big thunder or space oh okay 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 I'm hmm. oh my god Space Mountain or Big Thunder Thunder. Mountain. Okay, I'm gonna go with Big Thunder Mountain. Is the one is the one that you would choose and never ride Space Mountain again. Correct. Um because Mickey has like a little gun to your head. I know I'm really gotta choose and you're gonna live actually I guess he would be like, Oh, you gotta choose. Oh which mountain? Which mountain, pal? (laughs) Well, boy, I will shoot you if you ride the other. Um, <laughs> so that's not very Disney-like. He's getting grumpy. Yeah, he is. I'm okay. Um, no, I'm going to go with Big Thunder Mountain. Um, I I enjoy what Big Thunder brings to the table. Love Space Mountain, but I really yeah. enjoy the the scenery and the storytelling in Big Thunder. Um, now, if I could have the cue of Space Mountain and the coolness of the darkness. Put over at Big Thunder. I think we'd have some, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, yeah, I'm it can go- it can get a little hot waiting for the Big Thunder Mountain. But yeah, wow. I love Big Thunder, so I'm going with that. Well, because I will admit, as I read this to you, I th- I went, oh, but am I talking Disneyland, Space Mountain, or Disney World? Because I will say that soundtrack does bump it up a tick. If you're talking, you know, the California, which has a cool soundtrack with it. Ugh. And and as you point out, the fact that the line is protected from the elements. Mm-hmm. But I love me Big Thunder Mountain. And especially at night yes. when you can see the rest of the park. Oh, man. This is, oh, this is what Solomon's Choice. I, Sophie's choice, I guess Sophie's choice. Um ah, I guess I guess I'm going to say Big Thunder as well. Tough, it's it's tough. It's a tough one, man. That's it is. It is. All right. Do you have another tough one for number 6? Um kind of. <clears throat> so, we're heading over to Disneyland again. We're going to go with It's a Small World or Storybook Land Canal Boats. Wait, what was the first part of that? It's a Small World or Storybook oh. Land Canal Boats. Um, I do not think that is too terribly difficult for me because, because I love me 
the storybook canal boats, especially at night, which you yeah. will learn if you ride them during the day and go, what were we thinking? <laughs> um, when when we questioned whether or not Sean was correct that you should ride them at night. I believe you. No, we rode them at night and it was lovely, but I... I know, but now, you, now you're all, I want to go back and do it in the day. I'm like, I think you'll be a little let down, but maybe I that's even... another show. That's another show. Um... I will, I think I have to go small world. I, I believe that the message of it, as cheesy as it might be, is something that the world needs more of. And especially because they do the holiday layover in Disneyland. That's really fun. And Disneyland has incorporated the characters from, you know, the countries that they're in. I, I'm going to go with small world. Yeah. Uh, same actually, um, for all the reasons you said, but also uh, Disneyland small world in particular is so amazing. Holy moly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was, it was breathtaking, especially the outside section. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I wasn't ready. Cool. Um, so yeah, it's a small world. That wasn't that hard either, but I thought it was an interesting pairing. So. I do think there are people out there that would just this the song would be a deal breaker for them. I know those people. Sure. sure. I weep for their souls because I feel like they're missing they're missing out on something just because they don't like the song. And that makes me sad. Well, do you want to know something interesting? I don't know if we talked about this before, but my first time on It's a Small World was in 2021. Oh wow. Yeah. Cause my ex-wife wasn't a fan of it, so we never did it. But then um, when Savannah, See, she made all kinds of bad choices. <laughs> so, but now my, uh, you know, Savannah was like, no, we're doing this. So I was very emotional and I was sad that I went that many years without doing it, but are, and now I have done it and I love it. And my choice is it's a small world. All right. <clears throat> all right. My number five is here's another hypothetical you would it be worth it to you to get magic express back if the park reservations and the <clears throat> and the restrictions for park hopping were in place or would you choose what we're going to have on January 9 which is no magic express but no reservations and no and no park hopping limitations okay so i do miss magical express and i do love it however I don't miss it enough to not deal with the park reservation slash park hopping issue. So I'm going to take the no magical express and the new system that's going to be in place soon. Cause I think it's great. I, I, yeah, I guess I've learned to work within that system enough that I go, it doesn't really bug me. Um, and yeah, I want magic express back. So I'm going to go with, I would keep the restrictions. And now I know dear listeners are throwing things at their device because <laughs> well, they can't fathom that I would stand up for the, well, cause I had one of my agent friends the other day go, how do I tell it what park I want to go to for a day to put it in my plans? Like after January 9th. Sure. And I was like, can you even do that? And she was like, well, you used to be able to. And I was like, oh, I just thought the reservation made it clear. See, that's an interesting point um, and an interesting. So the park reservation system doesn't really bother me that much. Like I, we learned to navigate that and it was totally fine. The park hopper thing kind of bothered me a little bit because we are insane park hoppers. So if we could do all four parks in a day, you know, we will. And um, waiting till two is just kind of like blah. So. I I understand. Well, and in California, you only had to wait till one. Yeah, and that wasn't bad. Because heaven forbid they have the same rules on both coasts. That would be madness. Oh, yeah. Why would they do that? Why would they do that? Keep us travel agents hopping. Okay. So that was that was my... Interesting. Okay. That was my esoteric delving into how much you liked Magic Express versus how much you hated the resort reservations and park hopping delays. Sure. Well, now we we've learned a lot about each other. I think it's been a good session. Um, my my <laughs> will be uh, food and wine, or flower and garden. Oh, 
Yeah, that's a no-brainer for me. Mm-hmm. I I mean, I've been because when I went down and did my training last April, Flower and Garden was running. And I it had been a long time since I had been there for Flower and Garden. It certainly had not become like the food booth version that it is now. Yeah. But uh but I got to go with food and wine because I really feel like they pull out all the stops on the food for food and wine. And although the topiaries are gorgeous, I really loved seeing them. I I think I got to go with food and wine. Interesting. How about you? So uh, once upon a time, I would have gone with food and wine. But in the last couple of years, we've gone to Flower and Garden a few times. And yeah. I just prefer the beautification of uh, Epcot when that's in place. But also, there's some really interesting food items available to it at various booths during that time. And so where I was once a food and wine fella, I think I'm going to go with flower and garden. However, if I ever go back to food and wine, I'll be like, oh, no, this was way better. So, you know, I'm just a creature of what's happening now, I think. And the most recent thing I experienced was flower and garden. But I did. Well, it's good to know you're fickle. That's a good thing to know about yourself. So when we were down there in July, I missed that Flower and Garden wasn't happening because I I missed the topiaries. I think those really do bring a lot to the table. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Flower and Garden. Well, and I go, would it kill you to have a few of those out throughout the year? Really? Right. Disney? Now, I get it that it pushes you to. I mean, because when I was a kid, there were topiaries like all over, like outside when you would ride the monorail. You know, it's like there would be like an elephant on a ball topiary and stuff. And it just seems like there's there's not those really anymore except during Flower and Garden. Yeah. So I'm going Flower and Garden. Okay. Yeah. Well, we we will just agree to disagree. Absolutely. We can. It's America. It is America. (laughs) And they allow that. That's right. All right. Was that yours or mine? Oh, that was yours because I didn't write that down. All right. Um, Would you rather have an unlimited U.S. theme park pass or a trip once that takes you to all the international parks? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. There's another Sophie's choice, isn't it? You could go to Disneyland and Disney World as much as you wanted for the rest of your life. Or somebody could pick up the tab and fly you to Disneyland Paris and Tokyo and yeah. Hong Kong and Shanghai. Okay. Here's honestly not hard. I'm going to go with the international situation because I can still go to Disneyland and Disney World anytime. You know what I mean? Right. And yeah. I would never be able to afford the international thing. So if somebody was picking up that tab, done. Yeah, Yeah, I think I've got to agree. It's just, you know, and I do hope to get to Shanghai and back to Tokyo. I mean, Hong Kong, I'm curious about Hong Kong, but Hong Kong doesn't have a lot that's different. I mean, I I want to see Mystic Manor, I guess. Sure. Which is a very expensive trip for an attraction. And Um, you've said you've gone to Tokyo? I did, but before Tokyo Disney Sea existed. Okay. So it's been a long time since I went to Tokyo. Um, And so I, as you say, would rather go experience all of those international parks and then pay my own way to Disneyland and Disney World when I could. Yeah, because I I managed to do that already. So that is, you know, something I can figure out. Um, Okay, that's interesting. All right, here's my number four. Uh Drink around the world. Or drink around the resorts? Huh. Well, drinking around the resorts has less of a danger of getting you thrown out of a park. <laughs> so that that makes it a little more of a smart choice. However, you have to pay to Uber versus you can walk around the world. Um, and, and I hear what you're saying. There are some really great 
establishments. I mean, I do. I really enjoy the monorail pub crawl. Maybe and okay. again, so it's pretty the monorail pub crawl or drinking around the world because you are correct. It would oh. be to get other places. I didn't think about that logistical aspect. Oh well, you should. Um, then in that case, in that case, the monorail pub crawl is a little better for your liver than 11 countries. (laughs) Sure. 11 countries is a lot for your liver to handle in one day. Um, especially if you stop at the African outpost, which is very contentious among most people that you really should, they have like an African beer or cider or something. So it really should count. So that's a full dozen and you really got to pace yourself, but man, the views. And especially if you time, if you time your monorail pub crawl correctly. And if you happen to be a DVC member who is staying on property with a reservation and you can end at the villain's lair or even end at the bar up on, uh, up at the ground Floridian. I mean, at the, at the California grill. I, I, all right. When when you when you make it a choice between those two, I'm going to go monorail pub crawl. I am as well, actually. I uh, okay. I dig everything that you said. Um, also, I think the there's there's some more there's like a, a fun element of of the resort or the monorail pub crawl. I've never done it. I've gone to a few of those places, but I would love to make that part of a trip someday. That sounds so cool to me yes yes we will have to put that on the list for things we do when we're there together because yeah yeah. especially if you can like get a little food in your stomach like at steakhouse 71 which still has an amazing cocktail menu start yourself off there you know then do trader sam's then do the enchanted rose and end up back yeah back at the contemporary it's a really nice evening I would have to, uh, before I go with you at some point in our lives, I will have to do some training because uh, you are a professional drinker and I am a well drinker. So I'd, I'd have to, I'd have to work it up again. Yeah. You'll have to train a little. Yeah, I'll have to train. <laughs> well, we'll work on that next time we get one of these trips planned. So, but I will say, you know, the memories that I have of the two times that we actually tried to drink our way around the world with friends. It's like, I remember those times. I just, you know, that, that whole idea of this is what we're doing today. And we're just going to enjoy the countries and the ambiance and try new different, you know, beers or wines and, you know, old OG drinking around the world. Just because your liver might not like it doesn't mean it's not a valid choice. Exactly. All right. That was good. All right. Uh oh, so we're up to number three, right? Yep. All right. This I'm really interested in this. Would you rather have and see, I started this out as like some of them just sounded really mean and negative. So I tried to make it a pot put a positive spin on it. Because the original version of this question was which would you give up? Dole Whip or the corn dog, that damn corn dog from Sleepy Hollow. It's like uh-huh. which which would you choose over the other one? But I'm just saying, if they gave you free unlimited either, oh. would you go with the free unlimited Dole Whips for the rest of your life, or would you want the corn dog for the rest of your life? Okay, well, since it's Florida and it's always so damn hot, I'm going to go with the the Dole Whip because. You know, I can only eat so many corn dogs. I can eat unlimited Dole Whips. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, you'll stick it to the mouse better if you if you're getting the free Dole Whips. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, I'll buy my one or two corn dogs a day, but I want a Dole Whip. Yeah. Well, and that's just it. That yeah, yeah the the Sleepy Hollow corn dog, albeit a stellar stellar snack meal choice is is just not as versatile as the Dole Whip. That's just it. The Dole Whip is the character actor of Disney foods. It really is. You know, the corn it dog, really is. The corn dog plays one part. 
And it does. That's fine, but well, not the Dole Whip. Versatile. Well put. I am really sad that I was not with my friend Emily when she tried that uh, Hades Dole Whip at the Halloween party, the one that was like the habanero mango uh-huh. with the tahine sprinkled on it. And because, you know, if Dole Whip can do that, it can do anything. That's what I'm saying. Dole Whip. All right. Is- is 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 a wizard so i i too would go with the unlimited dole whip yeah all right okay what's my number three is would you rather take the monorail or the skyliner Ooh. huh wow well first of all i'd go where am i going because clearly it would be a horrible choice for the caveat uh, is that maybe you can get to Magic Kingdom from both. Let's say that. Right. Which is my more enjoyable means of transportation. Yeah. Man, I do love I do love me some Skyliner. Although I told Jackie the other day that the Skyliner is down when we're there in January. All that. And she was very upset. But I also was like, we wouldn't be using it anyway, really. Unless we were going to try to do a Skyliner pub crawl which we are now not doing because there is no Skyliner that week. Where are you guys um, You're down there in January? We are staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, so, so you, she gets to experience the Savannah view. Ooh, fancy. Uh, and so we have to take a bus everywhere anyway, or an Uber. Um, I, I am... I am old school enough that even though I really do love the Skyliner... I I would go with the tried and true nostalgia of the monorail. Okay. Plus, in theory, it's air conditioned. Sure. And and there's no clever little recorded Spanish telling me to keep my arms and legs inside the door. Yeah. How would you know and to do it otherwise? I wouldn't. I would just <laughs> stick them out the door of a Skyliner. <laughs> I would not Montenegro Alejandra or buy a Honda or whatever it is. Alejandros or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I'm going monorail. What about you? I'm going to go Skyliner. Uh, I figured you might. Yeah. I love that. It is so kind of relaxing and serene. And I love seeing, you know, backstage stuff that you get to see. And uh, yeah, there's something about it that's just so charming. <clears throat> and I wish they would put it throughout more of the park and i have a feeling they may do that someday but uh yeah big fan of the skyliner love the monorail too have nothing against it but right uh, rather float in the air in a gondola okay that's fair totally fair all right uh number two huh yeah wow we're close we're close we've only got a few more would you rathers and then we will have decision fatigue for the rest of the evening yes um uh, my number two, would you rather have a lifetime Disney park pass, oh. but you could never go on the Haunted Mansion again, uh. or would you keep your life the way it is and do the Haunted Mansion whenever you want? Um, How important is the Haunted Mansion to you? Very. Listen, I'll just I know. I'm gonna, I can't not do the Haunted Mansion. It's just very sad. Wow. Well, it is. <laughs> It is very sad. I will concur with you. But I started thinking about it and I was like, wow, an un, like a free park pass. I I think I might sell out. I think I have enough memories in my head of the Haunted Mansion. I would too. You're right. That, that if I could go to any to Disney theme parks for free, but never have to never ride the Haunted Mansion again, it might that might win. And uh, I love Mead Mansion. I mean, I see, I see your point, and I see where you're going, and I understand it, and I accept I, it. Uh, I could stand outside and gaze longingly at it. And okay, here's what I'll say: my way through it. I'm going to go with you because YouTube exists, and yeah. there are plenty of ride-throughs. Ah, damn it! All right, I'm going to sell out too. Damn, I, I really wow. I, I was going to win out here, guys. Sorry to disappoint. Wow. We are fickle. We are. When it comes right down to it, we're just opportunistic. Yep. Sorry. We'll dump we'll dump our favorite gal, the mansion, and go for the free ticket. 
Well, it's that's what that's what this is about: learning the dark side of humanity with the yeah. two of us. Okay, <laughs> right. All right. All right. What's your sellout question? Um, not you know, it's not a sellout question, but it, it's it's interesting. Uh, Disneyland Pirates of the Caribbean or Disney World Pirates of the Caribbean? Land. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I without a question, honestly, it's just better. Yeah, it is. And you know what? And I never really knew that that was a possibility, I guess, because I really love Disney World. Well, of course. And But Disneyland's Pirates is the only thing I will say is the water smell is different, and I miss that. But that's okay. Yeah, true. True. Well, and that Behind the Attraction episode, I think, helped shed a little light on it in terms of that whole, you know, they thought that florida didn't need pirates and then everybody was there going where are the pirates so they're like oh okay i guess we'll build them and i wish they'd built the attraction that they were talking about that wild west thing i know that was interesting i found that fascinating too i could have gone to florida i mean i could have gone to california to see pirates if i needed to i already do it with with other things but i guess that was then this is now yeah so we're both going with Disneyland Pirates over Disney World. Look at yeah, that. Yeah, we are. All right. So my final quandary, my final quandary for you is, would you rather spend an hour in Walt's Disneyland apartment or a night in the Disney World castle suite? Okay, that's pretty easy for me. I'm spending an hour in the in the apartment. I was afraid you were going to choose that. You're just going to cry. You're going to cry for an hour. I know, but like, that would be so, you know, because I've seen a lot of people that have taken that tour, you know, and talk about it and how it's such a moving experience. And uh, I would, I would, I would love that. I think that would be really, really a beautiful thing. So not that. Would too. I would too. Yeah. Man, the Disney World Castle Suite. It's like. It's so cool. I've seen the pictures and just to be like, oh my God, I'm staying in Disney World overnight, like in the park, in this really cool room. Uh, I I think I might choose the castle suite. I'm, I mean, there's no wrong answer here because that is also, but okay, can I tell you, if if they said, hey, you can stay in the Cinderella castle suite, the night that they change everything over from Halloween to Christmas, I might do it then just so I could like watch from the windows to see how the, the <laughs> all right, fair. Yeah. But, uh, that, but I think I might do it on any night just because sure. I really want to stay there. That's fair. That's fair. You know? All right. What is your final quandary? So my final episode quandary, 95. Yes. Episode 95. My final quandary. Um, I don't know if it's world shattering, but, would you rather Cosmic Rewind or Flight of Passage? Ooh. Well, I'll be honest. Spinning around the Earth does tend to make me just on the edge of queasy sometimes. And while I really love that attraction, I I think I could ride Flight of Passage all day. And sure. just just be amazed and fly and never feel like I'm going to barf. So, so I'm, I'm going to go with flight of passage on that one. That's fair. I, I love flight of passage. I love cosmic rewind. And as I'm sitting here currently, the one that I want to do more right now is cosmic rewind. And I think a lot of that has to do with, I've done flight of passage a number of times and I'm still very moved the first time I cried, but this, yeah, First time on Cosmic Rewind was a very out of body, like, holy crap experience because it was just unexpected. I didn't watch anything prior. You know, I really tried to stay. um, Right. Yeah, me too. And it really caught me off guard, like how pretty it was. And they're very different attractions. But in this moment, in this space, I'm going to go with Cosmic Rewind because it is still a little bit unknown to me because I've only done it that one time. Well, you've got at least five other songs, not to mention the holiday songs. So I know. I'm way behind, man. Yeah. Catch up, dude. I know. I know, dude. I know. I got to. <laughs> but 
that was a that's a fun little round of, of it is fun and one that could resurface from time to time because it will always change yeah so i really enjoyed this conversation this was great now if somebody was interested in uh you know doing a little we- real life would you rather inside the disney park or some other location across this great uh you know globe how could they do great. that I bet you can help them I I could, as a matter of fact, I would be happy to help them. Um, yeah, you can always find me, Sean at Briar and Maine on Facebook, or hurry back to Sean on Instagram, or uh, the Briar and Maine website at briarandmaine.com forward slash Sean. And and what about you? What are you up to these days, Mister Tapscott? Well, you know, I have a number of things going on. Uh, you know, always dabbling in theater here and there, but. Uh, I, I host a show on uh, three of the affiliate networks here in town. So I'm always doing that. But you can find me on Instagram. It's Tristan Lane, T-R-I-S-T-A-N-L-A-Y-N-E on Instagram. So follow me there. <clears throat> you can also follow, of course, of Mice and Main Street Man. And if you don't already follow me and Sean, there are links to our pages at of Mice and Main Street Men on Instagram and Facebook. Give us a follow. Um, we have some cool episodes coming up in the new year. But uh we have a number now, of this year too, so don't think we're done. Yeah. Now <laughs> go finish your turkey or your go go make yourself a Thanksgiving sandwich if you're yeah. listening to us on Thanksgiving. I yeah. If you're listening on Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving. If you're listening after, well, we hope you had a lovely holiday. And uh and we will be back next week with more Disney fun. So Sean, it is always a pleasure. Likewise. All right. Thank you all for listening, and we will see you. Real soon. I only hope that we never lose sight.